Hello friends, this is Chaplain Trisha, and I'm glad to be bringing you um, this time of worship. It is now the 18th week after Pentecost, and as we move along, we again find Jesus teaching um, his disciples as well as teaching us about what it means to be faithful followers. And it is good always to begin with a, t a time of praise, um, praising our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we begin today with the hymn, When Morning Gilds the Skies. And we are going to sing verses 1, 2, and 3. When morning gilds the skies, my heart awaking cries, may Jesus Christ be praised. When evening shadows fall, this rings my curfew call, may Jesus Christ be praised when mirth for music longs this is my song of songs may jesus christ be praised god's holy house of prayer has none that can compare with Jesus Christ be praised. No lovelier antiphon in all high heaven is known than Jesus Christ be praised. There to the eternal word the eternal psalm is heard. O Jesus Christ, be praised. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. The word is near you, on your lips, and in your heart. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. Generous God, your son gave his life that we might come to peace with you. Give us a share of your spirit, and in all we do, empower us to bear the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading today comes from the book of Numbers. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather for me seventy of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tent of meeting and have them take their place there with you. 
So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered 70 elders of the people and placed them all around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to Moses and took some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. Two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other named Medad, and the spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but they had not gone out to the tent. And so they prophesied in the camp. And Joshua, the assistant of Moses, said, My Lord Moses, stop them. But Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit on them? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes from the book of James. Are any of you among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, let us join in singing our gospel acclamation on page five, O Word of God Incarnate. O Word of God Incarnate, O Wisdom from on high, O Truth unchanged, unchanging, O light of our dark sky, we praise you for the radiance that from the hallowed page, a lantern to our footsteps shines on from age to age. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and to go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. 
And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We are now in a series of Jesus' teachings directly to his band of 12 followers. Last week, he told them not to fight about being the best. Today, Jesus talks to the disciples around him, as well as those of us gathered here. And Jesus warns us as his disciples against the pitfalls of stumbling and he commands us to be salt. Our Lord has a twofold concern about stumbling. He does not want any of his disciples, meaning us, to cause another Christian to stumble. But neither does he want any of us to stumble in our personal walk of faith. He treats both matters very seriously. So, what exactly is a stumbling block? A father shares a personal experience. The weather had been rather spring-like for the month of January. The unseasonable weather had my boys enjoying the outdoors in ways not normal for winter. I came home from work one night and parked my truck out in the driveway, jumped out, and headed up the front walk towards the house. The next thing I knew, I'm lying on the ground in pain. One of the boys had left his skateboard right in the middle of the walkway, and it caused me to stumble. I took a few minutes to gather my composure. Then I walked into the house to find my darling wife and son sitting in the kitchen talking. I said hello and mentioned something about how nice the weather had been all day. Everyone agreed. And then the truth came out. Rob said, it was so nice today that I even rode my skateboard. So, I said, I want to thank you for that reminder of what it feels like to fall off of a skateboard. He asked me what I meant, and I proceeded to show him the tear in my new pair of jeans and the gash in my leg. What happened, he asked. I told him that he had left his skateboard in the middle of the front walk and I had stumbled over it and fell. He apologized and said he didn't mean to leave it in the walkway. Rob's skateboard was a stumbling block for his father. And the stumbling block Jesus was talking about is what might be a trap for weaker Christians. It's anything that would lead a Christian brother or sister astray into sin or cause that person to fall away from the truth. As disciples, we are not to be the cause for another brother or sister to sin or fall away from the truth of the gospel. Paul also talked about this in 1 Corinthians. For if someone with a weak conscience sees you, with all your knowledge, eating in an idol's temple, 
Won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? So this week, brother or sister, is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. Jesus takes the threat of a disciple becoming the stumbling block that causes another brother or sister to grow astray very seriously. He says, whoever causes one of these little ones who believes to stumble, it would be better for him if, with a heavy millstone around his neck, he had been cast into the sea. A millstone was one of a pair of large, round, flat stones used to grind grain, and therefore it could easily be hung around the neck of a person to be drowned. The Syrians, Romans, and Greeks sometimes would execute the worst of criminals by weighing them down with one of these heavy stones and throwing them into the sea. If we as disciples cause a brother or sister to stumble, Jesus says, We would be better if we had a heavy millstone around our necks and had been cast into the sea. A disciple does not cause a brother or sister to stumble. We all need to guard against becoming stumbling blocks. Therefore, Paul says in Romans, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or stumbling block in a brother's way. So how do we avoid putting these stumbling blocks there? Well, if we abide in the love of Jesus, the Holy Spirit empowers and enables us to love and not become stumbling blocks to another brother or sister in Christ. Our behavior affects other Christians more than we can imagine. A writer once said, no one's behavior is entirely his or her own business. In our day of prized individuality and it's nobody's business but mine attitude, we trip each other up in more ways than we recognize. Stumbling blocks may be unkind words we speak, unchristlike actions we may perform, or questionable habits to which we cling. Disciples are not to be some stumbling blocks, but we are to be salt. Jesus said, salt is good, but if the salt becomes unsalty, with what will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Salt was a necessity of life in Israel. Salt had many uses in Hebrew worship. The grain offering, burnt offering, and incense all had to be salted. As a sign of fidelity and friendship, salt was used to ratify covenants. It was used as fertilizer. 
salt purifies and cleanses and preserves. And Jesus uses his disciples as agents of purification, cleansing, and preservation in the world. As salt adds flavor to tasteless food, the Holy Spirit uses us disciples to influence this present godless world through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As we both walk, talk the talk and walk the walk. As salt prevents food from decaying, so as followers of Jesus, we must be agents of the Holy Spirit to reverse what is true and moral today by helping bring about God's kingdom and obey an obedience to God's will here on earth as it is in heaven. Are we stumbling blocks or salt in the hands of Jesus? An unknown poet sums up today's gospel in a powerful way. Isn't it strange that princes and kings and clowns that caper in sawdust rings and common folks like you and me are builders for eternity? To each is given a book of rules, a block of stone, and a bag of tools. And each must shape them, shape ere time has flown, a stumbling block or a stepping stone. Which will we be? Amen. Indeed, so that we may be stepping stones and salt, we need to continually let the Holy Spirit have its way with us and change us each and every day. Our hymn of the day speaks of this in terms of letting the Holy Spirit Open our eyes, our ears, and our mouth. Join me now in the hymn of the day on page seven. Open my eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Place in my hands the wonderful key That shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, Spirit divine. Open my ears that I may hear, Voices of truth thou sendest clear, and while the wave notes fall on my ear, everything false will disappear. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my ears, illumine me, Spirit Divine.
my mouth then let me bear gladly the warm truth everywhere open my heart and let me prepare love with thy children thus to share silently now i wait for thee ready my god thy will to see open my heart illumine me spirit divine in christ you have heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation we believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised holy spirit Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us join our hearts together now in the prayers. May children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. We pray for the natural wonders of your creation. Restore damaged forests, waterways, and natural habitats, and lead us to be good stewards of what you have provided. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those in authority. Give them wise minds and compassionate hearts. Strengthen in them a desire to protect the vulnerable and care for those undeserved, underserved. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are struggling with cancer, dementia, or any other disease. Provide them with peace and resilience for the days ahead. Sustain caregivers with energy and patience. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for all your saints, those we have loved and known, and those from every time and place. Continue to guide us by their example and reassure us of your promised salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and those in our hearts known only to you, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. And so we go to be disciples who build up, who salt others, and are um, inspired indeed in our work um, to move every time we feel the Spirit. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray upon the mountain. My Lord spoke out of his mouth came fire and smoke. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray all around me look so fine. Ask my Lord if all was mine. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the spirit Moving in my heart, I will pray. Jordan River, chill, chilly and cold, chills the body but not the soul. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Go in peace. The Spirit sends us forth to serve. Thanks be to God. And thank you for joining me for this time of worship. May you have a good rest of this day and a peaceful week ahead.